thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm grateful that you're here with us and that you are listening to this episode of this Transform Podcast. I'm certainly appreciative uh, of your presence and that you take time out to study with us. I hope that this series of lessons that we have been presenting over the last few months has been beneficial to you. I hope that you are able to look back in your life just a couple of months ago and say that I have been transforming. I have been growing into somebody greater than I was before, and specifically that you have been growing um, into into a soldier for God, someone who is fighting for the Lord, someone who is on the battlefield, always striving to please their commander, as I know that we all are striving to do. Um, as, as we always mention before we jump into every podcast, please give us a rating or review on whatever platform it is that you use. Also, don't forget to give us or also don't forget to visit our website, go to scatteredabroad.org. You can subscribe to our email list there. If you scroll all the way down, all of those things that you hear us talk about every single episode. So just a quick reminder, if you do that for us, that certainly would be beneficial to us. Uh, again, if you, as you know, we've been going through these last few episodes. We have a very special guest today. It's our last episode, and Jeff, I'm a little sad that it's our last one together. I know it. We have battled this gallantly <laughs> to use some words in our discussion of the armor of God, and we have pressed onward, and here we come to our final study. And uh, Caleb, I would pause here because there are times that Within my broadcast of International Gospel Hour, I might do what I call the Are You Studying series, where I take a text and go through in an expository way. And so someone may say, well, you know, uh, I'd like to hear these others before I come back to this one. Mm -hmm. So uh, whatever podcast platform you are on, go back and, and go back to the first episode that we started discussing the armor of God here under transformed and you can download those and hear those anytime you want to kind of bring you up to date. But today we, we have to come to the conclusion because now we have gotten everything together. We've got some strategy ahead of us. Then we got to go to the battlefield. That's right. Yeah. Now Jeff makes a great point. If you have missed um, some of the other ones, go back to episode nine. Episode nine is where we begin this series of lessons on the armor of God being a soldier for God. And, Really, they all kind of build off of one another, and and you can see the growth of a Christian, a growth of a person um, as we go through these things. And actually today, we're going to kind of in maybe some sense summarize a lot of the things that we've been talking about. You know, you talk about a a, a sermon, how you build together an outline, and how you, you have your introduction, your main points, and then your conclusion. And it, within your conclusion, you drive home the point and draw everything back to your main point. I kind of feel like that's what we're kind of doing uh, today. It's kind of the conclusion, I guess, of our series. And we're really honing in and focusing and talking about you as an individual, you as a soldier for God. We've talked the past few months about what makes up the soldier for God, a soldier of God, someone who's fighting for the Lord, someone who is battling our enemy day in and day out, week in and week out. Um, And we can talk about it all we want, Jeff. We We can talk about it. We can study it. We can write about it. We can quote it. We can do all of these things, but none of it really matters until we put into practice 
these things that we talk about. And I think that's so important for us to talk about because, again, we can go over all these things, but until we actually put it into practice in our lives and we live it out, it doesn't really matter anything, does it? That's right. And now we've come to the point we have educated. Now it's time to motivate. There you go. You know, we've come to the end of this series, Caleb, and let us simply say what Paul said here at the end of this letter to the brethren. Verse 14 of Ephesians 6, finally, there's the word, <laughs> finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That phrase, as we've mentioned, be strong, means to continue to be made strong. So he's telling these brethren, you continue to be made strong, and he goes into the power, or rather to the armor of God. Takes us down through verse 17. Sometimes we stop there at 17, the armor of mm, God. That's right. But 18 and 19 mm. of Ephesians 6 gets into the strategy. Before I go into battle, before I go into war, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And then Paul says, and for me, or pray for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the gospel or the mystery of the gospel. Let's, I like to call 18 and 19 the strategy part because prayer is the most frequent term used when we talk about prayer in the Bible, prayer as we offer it unto God. Supplication means there's a wanting, supplication, supply, supply. Supply me, Lord, in this battle, the need for asking, perseverance there, to be steadfast or intense. Help me stay in the battle. So prayer would be my strategy part two, that I pray that the Lord will help me and strengthen me through these things and to help me along life's way. And as you said, Caleb, this applies to you or to me. We're going to now move this from the education to the motivation. Sure. We're talking about you. So stay with us, folks. We're not done yet. That's exactly right. You know, you mentioned that about prayer. And one of the things, and this may be going a little bit off topic, but one of the things that pops into my mind, I think about James chapter 4. When James was talking there in verse 13, he says, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. And I think that it's interesting that when he talks about their planning, he talks about how, and he says, and notice this, he says, they choose their own time. That's what today or tomorrow. They choose their own location. He says such and such a city. They choose their own duration. They're going to spend a year there. He says they choose what they're going to do, buy and sell, and they even choose what the end outcome is going to be. They're going to make a profit. And there's nothing wrong with planning. Uh, obviously, we have to plan. Otherwise, chaos will ensue and nothing will get done. But the point he's making there is a pl uh, the idea of planning without God in mind. And, it, and one of the things that, that um, this, this writer wrote about this, he said, you need to do this when you plan. He says, commence with prayer, construct the plan, 
choose the place, chart the progress, calculate the profit, and then conclude with prayer. And it's interesting to me that he makes the he brings out the point of beginning and also ending with God. And that's so important for us in this life to make sure that as Christians, we pray to Almighty God. We look to him for that guidance. We look to him for the strength and for the for the encouragement that we need to move on in this life and to get through all the things with life. Prayer is something that is so, I think, underused by by Christians, yet it's something that's so powerful. Absolutely. Because we literally have a line of communication between our Father and us. And People who aren't Christians can't say that. Uh-huh. And it's such a blessing. People talk yes. about what are the greatest blessings in your life. Prayer has to be one of the greatest blessings mm-hmm. that Christians can enjoy. Um, and yet it's something that people don't use. That's right. Um, and it, it's something that's just interesting to me. A lot of people just don't use prayer. Yeah. And, of course, this this is something that everyone needs to pray. And And, Caleb, if I had to pick an area of my life that I really need to work on, would be my prayer life, sure. and, and 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 I need to address that even more so, mm. and uh, so very thankful to be able that we can do that because that's definitely part of the armor and its strategy. Definitely, definitely, and and again, we talked about this idea of putting it into practice, and I mentioned this a few episodes ago. Those four words that I run over with my kids in class every single week: study, believe, obey, teach. Well, you're not going to believe what you don't study. You're not going to obey the things that you don't believe, and you're definitely not going to teach others to do the things that you don't obey. And so it's so important that we make sure we put into practice all the things um, that we learn and that we study every single time we open up the Word of God. Now, we talk about this idea of being a soldier in the Lord's army. It is, it, it, it's something that every single one of us can achieve. All of us can do this if we put in the practice, if we put in the work, if we're faithful to God in this life. Now, Perhaps someone in our audience, someone who's listening right now, maybe they are listening and they're, they're, maybe they're feeling that, well, maybe I can't be of any importance. Uh, maybe I can't do anything for the cause of Christ. Maybe for the things that I've done in my past, maybe the way I grew up, maybe something that I've done in my life. Jeff, what would you say to someone who says that they just they, they don't feel like they can do anything for the cause of our God? I would say, number one, go back and look at all of the things that the armor of God mentions, truth, righteousness, gospel, faith, salvation, word of God, and prayer. Well, all of those should be evident in the life of the child of God. Mm -hmm. So if indeed they are evident in the life of the sight of God, or if they're evident in the life of the child of God and in his sight, then secondly, go back to the be strong. Be strong, again, the word is structured to mean continue to be made strong. Less of self, more of Christ. Thirdly, remember that our battles belong to the Lord. He has given us the provisions wherein to prepare, and God says that we can do so. And then with this, I would add, never forget the one-talent man and his lack of dedication. He only had one talent given to him, right. a sum of money, a fund. And the, the landowner, his Lord, did not give him more than that, but he had that one thing to do. You know, we could look at him and say, you had one job. You know? <laughs> right. And so never forget the one talent man and his lack of approach from Matthew 25 to take what we have. And while we say, well, I don't have this great an ability, 
take what we have, allow God to use it, and he will use it to his glory as we tell his story. Absolutely. That's good. (laughs) That's good right there. You know, I think about every single person in this world, whoever you are, whatever you look like, whatever you have done in your past, Jesus died for you. That's how important you are. That's how important your soul is. First Corinthians chapter six talks about the price that was paid for us. God paid something for us. And that being the blood of his precious son, Jesus Christ, his perfect son. There is so much that every single person can do for, for the cause of Christ. Doesn't matter what age, doesn't matter if you're, if you're young, you're middle-aged, you're, you're old, whatever age you might be. You can do something for the cause of Christ. And I, talk, I, t- I say this all the time to our kids, and I say this a lot more to older individuals. Who I don't, and Jeff, I don't know if you've ever heard this. I'm sure you have. People often say that the youth are, are the church of tomorrow or the youth are the church of the future. And in some real sense, yes, that is true. They age and they grow, and they, are, they will be the future leaders of the church. True. But I think that it really that kind of gives the wrong idea and mindset to our young people And I think that I would rather say that our young people are the church of today because there is so much that our young people can accomplish and so much that our young people can do for our God. I remember back in North North Carolina, I remember um, a a young lady um, invited one of her friends to come and to come to worship. And she came and then she brought her brother and then they were baptized and then their parents started to come and then they were baptized and they are faithful to this day, as far as I know. And so it just shows me young people can do so much, uh, for, for the cause of Christ. Well, there are times that, uh, I'm speaking on behalf of my work with international gospel hour. And I will ask how many teenagers are in the audience and they'll raise their hand. And I'll say, folks, this is These individuals, rather, are part of the Technical Advisory Board of the International Gospel Hour (laughs) and this congregation's chapter. If you want to know how to download the app on your phone, how to search a podcast, if you need to know something, get these young people to help you. They know what they're doing. And uh, so that is so true. They are the church of today. We need to put them to work, keep them active, so we know they'll become the church of tomorrow. Right. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Our young people, and again, anybody, don't underestimate your value and what you can do uh, for Almighty God. Now, when we talk about this fight, we know we're in a battle. We've, we've said it over and over again throughout this series of lessons. We, we know we're fighting in this fight. We know we're fighting in this battle, this war. Really and truly, as soldiers in this fight, we ought to count it an, a great honor to be able to fight for the captain of our army. Now, you think about it as someone who's fighting, or even even if we go into sports terms, someone who's playing on a team, more often than not, they're proud of their coach. They're mm-hmm. proud of the one who's leading them into the fight, into, into the battle every single day. And more often than not, it is because they see the work and the sacrifice that their coach has put in to get them to where they're at. Well, the same thing is for us as Christians. We have, we know what Jesus Christ has done for us. We know he's laid the groundwork, but the coach can't make his team do what they need to do. It's up to the team to 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 carry out the instructions. And the exactly. same is with us as Christians. We know that we can have the victory. You can go to 1 Corinthians 15. We've talked about that before. Jeff, talk about the confidence that we can have 
that in this war that we fight, knowing that our commander, our captain in this army is with us. He's done everything for us in the sense of he's laid out these instructions. Now it's up to us to go do it. How can we have the confidence to go do those things? Well, we'll continue the thought from Ephesians 6, beginning with verse 19, Caleb, to where Paul asked to pray for him. Now he asked to pray in 18, pray for me. One, I may open my mouth boldly, verse 20, that I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak. Well, this idea of boldness is simply uh, means a freedom of speech. You're unreserved of your utterance. You are going to bring forth and you're going to speak forth what is needed. And so when we look at that boldness, we grow, we develop that. Absolutely. And right. Caleb, we will simply be what we need to be. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Scripture is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I am a volunteer in this army, and I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am faithful, reliable, capable, and dependable. If my God needs me, I am there. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. I am a soldier. I am not a wimp. I am in place, saluting my king, obeying his orders, praising his name, and building his kingdom. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, or candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I cannot have my feelings hurt bad enough to turn me around. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. When Jesus called me into this army, I had nothing. If I end up with nothing, I will still come out ahead. I will win. My God has and will continue to supply all of my need. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ. The devil cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier, and even death cannot destroy me. I am a soldier in the army, and I'm marching claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier marching heaven-bound. Here I stand. Will you stand with me? What a series of lessons. How wonderful it is to know that we can be a part of the Lord's army and that we can come out victorious if we trust in him, rely on him, and faithfully fight for him to ev for every single day that there is to come. Remember this, don't conform, but transform. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, 
You can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.